Welcome again to the Great Stories Podcast. I am Ryan Weber, your host for the show. And uh, what you've caught us in is in the middle of a little series that I'm calling Locked In. Uh, If you don't know, a lot of the world right now is shut down and locked in because we're uh, just trying to slow the spread of this coronavirus thing. And uh, I figure since we're, a lot of us are cooped up, one of the best things that we can do is just seek intimacy with our creator through exploring his word together. Uh, So what I'm doing is each day, I'm just picking uh, some of my favorite personal scriptures and we're reading them together, sharing some thoughts about it, and just just leading people to consider um, what these verses and passages mean to us. Uh, I think one of the most magical things about scripture is that it just exposes our own heart so well. Uh, It's a a timeless document and it's it's astounding. Uh, A little tired today because... um, you're, you're listening to this at 10 a.m., but last night uh, I got the call from uh, my goddaughter's college that they are clearing out their dorms and they're moving out. And so we had the blast down from San Francisco to L.A. last night, and we just pulled in this morning at 8.30. <laughs> that's, a, that's a heck of a drive to go from the Fremont to Anaheim and back overnight. I'm a little tired, but we're doing it anyway. Um I know that doesn't really count as being quarantined, <laughs> but uh, you got to do what you got to do. That was essential behavior, I guess, according to their little thing. Anyhow, if you got your Bible, and I hope you do, open that bad boy up. We're going to the Gospel of Matthew this week, and we're looking at Matthew 14. And uh, we're going to go from verse 13 through 21. I love this passage. So it's Matthew chapter 14. 13 to 21. So this is during uh, the public ministry of Jesus where he's going around the area and he's working miracles and just teaching lessons and doing amazing things and uh, just kind of really displaying his character, helping people understand just who he is. And basically, every single thing that he did, every word that he said, uh, it was so relevant to the people at that time, but really, these stories are so rich, and, and I, I really believe that they're here to actually help us understand more of who Christ is, more of his character, and just what he's all about. Uh, so let's read this little passage here, and we'll talk about that some. So uh, again, Matthew chapter 14, and we're going from verse 13 to 21. And this, of course, is the ESV, if I haven't said that before, but it doesn't super matter. Bible's a Bible. So here we go. Now then Jesus heard this. He withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, and he healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, the desolate, this, this is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages to buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. 
Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and he said, A blessing. And he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about five thousand men besides women and children. So there you go. This dude fed 5,000 men besides women and children. So who knows? It could have been twice that many. How many are sitting there? Uh, this is such a cool passage. And I, I, a lot of times I try to put myself in the position of Jesus' disciples. And this, it's interesting because so they're coming to him and they're looking around. This is just, I think it's a reasonable logistical query that they have. It's like, hey, Jesus, there's all these people here. Uh, we should send them away because we, all we got is a little bit of bread and this is for sure not enough. Like, I don't think that's totally an unreasonable thing for them to like say. But Jesus does this with them sometimes and he, he says, uh, no, um, you need to feed them. <laughs> and they're like, what? I mean, could you imagine? I mean, granted, at this point, they've, you know, they've seen Jesus do some pretty incredible things and they know that he's got just a, a, an amazing ability to do impossible things. They don't know the rest of the story yet. This is only Matthew 14. There's a few more chapters to go before they really realize like who they're dealing with. But they're just like, what? They, they must have thought several times toward the beginning, like, what is up with this guy? <laughs> like, are you for real? We're going to feed them? But then Jesus turns around and he takes the loaves and fish and he, he says a blessing. And then he hands it to them and says, start passing it out. Sit the people down, pass it out. And they, they broke the loaves, they gave them out, and they've actually got 12 basketfuls when they're left. And and this is, this is uh, there's actually another story where he does this again, where there's a kid there with even less food, I think, and a similar number of people. And Jesus, you know, tells the disciples, have the people sit down in groups of, uh, you know, group, I forget how big the groups are, but he has them sit down in groups and then, Again, like this magical thing happens and food just multiplies. I think this is a interesting, I, I didn't even think of this connection until just now, um, that like we're having a shortage of <laughs> loaves of bread. I don't know how the fish market's doing. I think the fish market's okay. But the bread for sure is, is a shortage. Um, and I, I could imagine that just seeing this unbelievable thing happen, Seeing Jesus literally just, like, produce food from nothing. What must these people have thought? You know, did they respond and say, wow, this is God. This is the creator of the universe. This is all powerful. Did they say, oh, he's a magician? Or, or did they really even care? Were, were people just more concerned with filling their bellies than they were with, with who was doing it? I think probably there was a range of all of those people. Uh, and... Really, at, at the end of the day, with, with all these stories, like I said before, I think these are all here to help us understand that just the character of God and just how we can respond to that. There's a couple things I pull from this. The I don't believe that Jesus just came up with this on the spot. I think he's the, the all-knowing God man, and, and I think he knew the situation was coming, and I think he planned ahead of time to actually use this as an opportunity to show his power 
that, that he could do this kind of thing. I also think he used it as an opportunity to show his compassion for people. In that, in that just in this very simple way, Jesus did a, an impossible thing to meet the needs of people. And, and like I said, I think it's all kinds of people. There's, there's probably people who didn't even know where the food came from, but they got it. And there's people who are, are just shocked by it, and they got it. There's people who just, I just want to fill my belly. I don't care what he did. You know, but he did it. And I think that's an amazing thing is that, that these people came to him, and they were there, and he fed them. It's a very simple like process, but uh, I think it's, it's a very small peek into just the greater miracle of the cross. Uh, because you think about just what he's, what need he's meeting of them is a hunger, right? There's an emptiness inside them and he meets it with bread. Well, I think we have this, this huge comparison to later on in Christ's life is that the, the masses again need something. Uh, and what that is, is we need forgiveness for sin. Uh, we have a hunger within ourselves for forgiveness for sin that we have this big problem. It's, it's not hunger, but it's a this problem of sin is gigantic, and it's it's destroying everything. It's destroying us forever. And again, Jesus comes, and he has compassion. And just like he produced bread from nothing, uh, he became the bread for nothing. Like he, he did it for us. He did it. That's not a fair deal, right? This isn't this isn't just like like he got something out of the deal. Like he he broke that bread for these people and he gave it to them. He met their need in a miraculous way. Well, we have sin and Jesus went to the cross and he met our need in an unbelievably miraculous way uh, to the point of his own life. You know, in this case, having these crowds around him was definitely an inconvenience of sorts at times, but he showed compassion on them. Well, the the cross to call the cross an inconvenience for Christ is a is a, a gross understatement. Uh, this was not cheap for him, but but it's fit, it fits his character. This is who he is. That there's people who have a need, who have a deep need within themselves. In in the case of the bread, he fed them. In the case of the cross, he saved them. You and me. Uh, just a little peek in into the window that is Christ. <clears throat> and I think. This applies to our current circumstance in a couple of ways in my mind. Uh, the first is just physical need. Uh, I think you know we have we have the promise of God that that He won't leave us or forsake us, and that that you know our, our physical needs in a lot of ways you know give us this day our daily bread. You know it's a very simple thing, uh, and I believe that that God provides those kinds of things for us. But I, I think the the greater thing, the greater need that he's fulfilling within us and and which this you know coronavirus thing is exposing is this greater need for the hope of a savior uh, the greater need for for the hope that comes from just believing in your security forever at least that's that's kind of where i go with it i don't know i'm just the guy with the microphone where do you go with it I, i'd love to hear some comments uh shoot me an email questions anything like this any scriptures you'd like to go through um uh, this is just fun. This is a way to kind of keep me accountable to just actually be open to this word every day. So I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. That's just my thoughts on it. It's what I've heard before. So so let's go ahead and wrap up with a little prayer and then uh, send you on your way. That'll be it. Uh, uh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much uh, that just you give us this word, that you give us the ability to open this book and just share uh, our uh, headspace with you. Uh, God, I pray that 
you can help us to truly believe that you you have a plan here, um, that you know what you're doing, that when you say you'll care for us, when you say that we are your sons and daughters, that, that you'll never leave or forsake us, that you are the all-powerful Christ that will follow through on these things, uh, that you will, you will give us our daily bread. Uh, and greater than this, you will give us our eternal bread. And, and God, uh, man, I... I I just pray for a healing of circumstance right now, that those who are sick would would be healed, and that those uh, who are in fear may be stable, uh, and that you will just lead your people through yet another challenge, uh, one of many, one that's not a surprise to you. Uh, just like you were not surprised by the hunger within these people, I don't think you're surprised by the hunger within us, whether literal or spiritual, uh, you promise to meet it. Because you care. You love us like that. And uh, we're so thankful for that, God. Uh, thank you for giving us this time to share in Scripture and just pray together. Uh, in Christ's name, amen. Uh, with that, thank you so much for tuning in to Day 3, Behind Enemy Lines. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.